What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. And Doug. And Sam. What's going on? It's the Gaming and Chill Podcast number 74. Nice. That seems a bit too high on occasion. (laughs) (laughs) There are days where I say that number and I'm like, oh wow, that's really... Why does that seem really high? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So, what have you gentlemen been up to this week? Oh, you know just work <laughs> for the most part yeah i mean I... work um i mean our main person who does chats at work is gone so kind of stepping into that wow it's that's a uh, rough yeah it's uh, i mean it, it is on occasion but then other times it's like i'm not doing a thing <laughs> <laughs> right nice there you go. I uh, actually had an interesting week. I uh, was called for a small sit-down interview for a job I had applied for. And first time I've ever actually turned down a job offer. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the job that they offered me had no verticality to it. Hmm. I'd basically be joining... At the exact level I would be joining at, and that would be it. There would be no vertical. Hmm. So it was like, all right. I was like, all right, how much would I be making? They're like, oh, like 50 cents more. Mm, nah. I was like, yeah, say so verticality is important on occasion. Not just so that I can, but it's that I have the option to. Yeah. That's to me is a big thing of like, I want to be able to have the option to move ahead. And it's like, and 50 cents, that's not worth Mario Kart. Yeah. Because I play I play Mario Kart every Friday. And it's like, that's like, you know, you, you know those moments, it's much more important than Christmas or Easter. It's like, it is Friday, we get to play Mario Kart. You know? I mean, that's like trivia you Fridays know. for us. <laughs> yeah. Even though I don't work Fridays. <laughs> so yeah, even though Sam's never there. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, it's one of those, no, that's not worth losing the group of friends that I play Mario Kart with. 50 cents, it's not worth my time, basically. So I was like, alright, and there's opportunities within my area. It's just I gotta do it, basically. So that was an interesting, sitting in the interview, basically, in the abject horrors, the lady describes that there's no verticality and how much it makes. And then at the same time, I'm sitting there going, oh, no. At what point do I stop her and go, uh, let me let me stop you right there. I just wanted to say that uh, Beyonce had one of the best albums <laughs> of all time. How did I know? <laughs> how did I know? It was, it, I saw that coming from a mile away, man. But regardless, I was like, oh, my God. When do I tell her, like, this isn't going to work out. This is not what I know. This isn't going to work. And I was like, and now I kind of jumped in. I was like, I'm sorry. didn't mean to waste your time, but I think I'm going to decline it. And the lady was like, oh, no, that's cool. That's fine. That's fine. I'm like, I mean, okay. I do think there is something to be said that that is a big, come on, cat, get off my desk, by the way. <laughs> that is a big 
step of saying, I know what I'm worth, and it's not that. Yeah. I mean, I can think Sam can attest to this, like, and you can as well, because, you know, you were around when I was working security. It was that daily, I know I'm worth more than this. Even if you take a pay cut, it's like, I'm, my, my one, my mental health, just my eternal well-being as a human being is worth more than X amount of dollars, if that makes sense. No, it absolutely does. Yeah. I mean, even, even you, Sam, have, I mean, you didn't really get to see a lot pre-me working there, but, like, there's a massive difference. Even yeah. just, like... You know, oh, I could that, even tell a massive difference, even though I didn't get a chance to hang out with you prior to yeah. everything, man. <laughs> it's that just becoming a better person, if that makes sense. Yeah, that absolutely does. Like, I mean, it, most people, I mean, this is going to be shocking to most people who listen to the podcast. Uh, normally, like back when I worked in security, it wasn't, um, I, I it was a struggle to keep, um, a family-friendly language in my uh, wheelhouse, so to speak. Now it's just like it, it's getting easier and easier to just. Well, I mean, yeah, that that I don't need to not have non-family-friendly language if that makes sense. Yeah, it's easier to keep it. Yeah. PG. Exactly. <laughs> and that just comes with being a better person who's not, you know, constantly stressed out and at the very edge of, like, I could just quit and disappear. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, and also other news today. In other news, yes, just what we did today, I bought a car. Nice. <laughs> I like how you buried the lead on that one. Oh, I didn't do anything this week. Oh, yeah, I bought a car. Well, I mean, oh, you know. do, do, do I announce it? Or is it just like, yeah. I mean, it opens up new opportunities and is a, you know, it, it's, it's a great car. It's a hatchback. I love hatchbacks. Duh. <laughs> Dude, I love hatchbacks. I hate having to, like, open a trunk and feel like I'm pulling out a dead body. It's like, oh, let me just, you know, pop the back open. That's half the fun, though. It, it is, but then it's that verticality that there's, like, 12 inches of space that thing can get buried. And your jumper cables are never at the front, at the top. It's, like, it's true. always back by the seat. And, and then you, like, go to like, look for it, and it's, like, it's not even in the trunk. It's in the back seat for some reason. You're, like, what? Yeah. Hey, which, by the way, uh, when I clean out my car to, you know, get rid of the old one, uh, I can return library books. <laughs> just just drop it off in a box and go, so sorry. Free to a good home. <laughs> How long? How long have they been out? Let's not now? talk about this. This is a really sore subject because, <laughs> I mean, it's not really a sore subject. It's like, well, let me tell you, it's uh, well, I got it before I started working at Securitas, and I worked for Securitas for two years, <laughs> so they are easily like three years by this point. <laughs> when does Amnesty Days hit? At this point, like I looked at my fines and I've I. I I've bro talked to myself, okay, I can actually make payments and just take one item off a paycheck and I'll be done in like five weeks and five paychecks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I think I, I am going to do that. I just want to return them first and get that off my conscience. 
Because, you know, I just stole library books and I work for a library yeah. system. See, so this is the funny part that most people don't know is we work for a system that works hand in hand with libraries. So every time overdue but, books are mentioned or somebody's like, man, they have like a $500 fee. It's like, hmm, I wonder if that was Doug calling in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it also does help when patrons are like, oh, man, I have a $30 fine. Ah, uh, well, well, that's not the highest I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I've seen it, like, at 300 <laughs> And they're like, oh, wow, that is really high. That that took some work to get it that high. You betcha. <laughs> you bet it did. It was a lot of work not remembering those books for three years. <laughs> wow. That's just, wow. All right, let's move on to our topic. Sweet. Let's. Okay, it is, if you could reboot any movie franchise, what movie would it be, and who would be the main character? Ooh. I, there's some good, uh, we've, we've talked about it a little bit. Yes. Uh, there's some good, uh, good, some good, good titles in there. Yeah. Good answers. But before we do that, let's hear from our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. Alright, let's go to the YouTube Roundup. Yes, let's. First video is Homeopathy Explained. Homeopathy. Gentle- Homeopathy. Homeopathy. <laughs> what I call it? Homeopathy? Eh, homeopathy. <laughs> Close Explained. enough. Gentle healing or reckless fraud. Alright, so both of you watch this this video. Right? I will say yes, I yeah. did, but I feel like I almost retained nothing of it. See, I... So, this is why this one is really, really interesting to me. Uh, I have family members that do kind of lean more towards this way in view of health. So, mm -hmm. being able to see, like, some of the things that they take... It's a little kind of eye-opening, but at the same time, everybody that says, oh, hey, a homeopathic treatment I have here is this, doesn't always describe what was, like, advertised in this video, per se. However, when you realize, like, 90% of what is out there is what's covered on in the video it's like yeah you have to be really careful when you talk about that kind of medical treatment yeah i mean especially yeah. because it's not i don't want to say it's not an exact science because the way that they described it that's a lot of science yeah i mean i think the biggest one that they kind of lost me was talking about the different like this distillations of the art of the, the compound it's like I don't understand. But it was really yeah. interesting because, you know, it's one of those working in a hospital for two years. It was seeing people go, oh, I normally don't go to hospitals. I am, you know, a homeopathic 
uh, you know, practitioner, it's like, what is that? It's kind of like hearing about that one thing, and then you find out what it is. It's, it, yeah, like I said, I feel like I retained next to nothing of this, because I think I got lost at the distillation as well. And I was like, okay. I mean, I know some people who do, like, the, they, like, make essential oils. Yeah. And they're like, it may, it takes care of my pains and aches and helps me sleep well, better. And I'm like... The last half of the video was really interesting because I, I like how they didn't say homeopathy is stupid no one ever should do it. It's like, it's the placebo effect. It literally works. Yeah. It's not technically what's in the solution that works. It's the, oh, this has worked X, Y, Z, so it's going to work for me. I would like to say I also appreciate where it talks about, like, the human body, like, heals over time, and the, like, animation of the clock punching the dude in the face being like, no, it wasn't homeopathy, it was time. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's kind of aggressive, but, you know, (laughs) that's one thing. it's true. Yeah. The other thing that kind of blew my mind was when they were talking about the distillation, like, it got to the point where they said not a single atom remains of the original ingredient in some of these treatments. And that I, kind of like blew my mind because their argument is, oh, the water remembers. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like the old uh, logic puzzle, the ship of Theseus, I believe. That Yes. You, you have a model ship. And let's say the mass one day breaks. So you replace it. And then, you know, one of the bow breaks, a railing breaks. Over time, you replace all these parts. In 20 years, is it still the same ship you started with? Well, yes, it, it is, but no, it's not. Yeah. that's uh, That was actually a big, problem, uh, big thing in my metaphysics class I took. Yes, I too took metaphysics at a Bible college. We that all did. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, you didn't? It was... <laughs> You know what? That class was actually really engaging. Like, talking about metaphysical properties. and We talked about the ship of Theseus. We talked about transhumanism. It was in uh, exogenesis, which was great. Hmm. It was a really interesting class. But yeah, it's one of those, if you replace part by part something, is it the same thing? And if you then take those parts and build the new, they used a boat, a full boat. So if you replace the planks, but use those planks to build another boat, did you duplicate the boat? And it was like, that's really interesting. Or if you take parts from the original ship that you replaced and build an entirely new ship, and they're both identical, which one's the original ship? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) So it's it's interesting. Uh, Like I said, I know some people who do that, and they're like, I do this, and then I do this, and I... Add these oils, and I'm like, all right, all right, calm down, Edward. Um, we're not doing alchemy here. We're just we're talking about you. You put some spices in oil. I, I don't or alcohol. Yeah, I'm sh- yeah. It's like I'm sure it helps, but well, I would like I, to say are... that essential oils are different than like homeopathy cures. Yeah, it essential seems like they're more are... concentrated, right? Yeah, especially because like peppermint, your body does react in a way to peppermint. True. It's almost an allergic reaction, but not kind of, if that makes sense. Yeah. It, it's just one of those interesting, like, 
it is. I feel like anything that's outside of the realm of traditionally accepted medical science, people kind of lump in together. Except the crystal people. Crystal people are weird. Crystal people just got to go jump off a cliff. <laughs> That's how Sam feels about that. (laughs) I believe in the power of the crystal. Hold the crystal. Meditate on the thoughts. Praise the sun. I'm holding a rock. It's like, I'm holding... It's like, what am I doing here? I would actually like to see them... I love... Since you guys showed me these, I love this channel. And this kind of informational sharing... Because I think a couple other channels do, like, the infographic style video kind of like I like videos like this because they break it down like, okay, stupid, here's how we're going to work. <laughs> but they never, they don't talk down to you. Like, I do feel like on occasion, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, when he speaks, he does that thing where it's just like... I'm smarter than you. <laughs> I didn't get into debt going into physics like you did. Take it easy on me. I enjoy a hot dog with relish, ketchup, and mustard. I am a Joe average in comparison to you. You do not have to speak to me like an idiot. Whereas, like, <laughs> this uh, Kyrgyzstan or something like that, I forget how you pronounce it. It's like, yeah. here's what it is. Here's what that means. Here's what that means means for you. And it's like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, I get that. You don't, yeah. you don't take 20 minutes using, you know, $20 words... To tell me a concept it's like here's the thing here's how it impacts you problem solved yeah i think you guys introduced it to me with the uh ubi universal basic income yep you mean communism yeah ah yes <laughs> yes comrade <laughs> I, i've had this conversation with coworkers at work we had this conversation for like how what was it a good hour or so Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, at work, I love to take the argument, and I, even at home, I like taking the argument of UBI is a good idea. Because in, it, in, in theory, it is. So is communism. <laughs> oh, yeah. But people are like, uh, 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 they're, they, all of a sudden they have to argue against communism, and it gets really difficult not to, because they're like, well, it's communism, it doesn't work. But tell me why it doesn't work. And then they're like, uh, uh, uh. So basically you pull a Doug and shut somebody up before they can even talk to you about it. <laughs> no, it's like, no, I'm very like, hey, here's my idea and here's what I think it is. And they're like, that's communism. Yeah. Well, that doesn't work. But tell me why it doesn't work. Because we're, in a weird way, it's like taking the devil's advocate and saying, you, you say communism doesn't work, but do you know why it doesn't work? Do you know the way? Um, <laughs> <laughs> outdated memes. Um, it's just almost like it's ingrained of communism equals Russia equals bad. But it's like, but, but why? why? There was, there have been experiments in America, early colony days too, of communism basically. And it didn't work. But can you tell me why it didn't work? And actually, my wife was the first one that actually argued uh, good against, well against it. This was like, oh, a thousand dollars a month for everyone. She calculated out the population and goes, yeah, that would be, uh, the, the U.S. government would be able to fund that. And 
nothing else. No infrastructure, no schools, no nothing. Because it came out to being like $3.45 trillion. The American budget is like $3.5 trillion. Well, the argument that they have is that there would be increased taxes, so everybody would have that. But the problem is, is that you also have increased inflation when you have increased amount of money that's put into the economy. So everything that's like uh, all of a sudden ironically went up $1,000 cost-wise every month. And it's like, why isn't this working? Well, it's because sadly with human depravity, the rich guy who lives in an apartment complex that pays $1,000 a month for his apartment – looks over and sees a whole bunch of people are now able to go through and go to another apartment, so he decides that he's going to go to an apartment that's a little bit more expensive. So, in theory, technically, all you did was raise the rent prices. Yeah. What if, instead of a rent across the board, like, payment across the board, you get a thousand, you get a thousand, you get a thousand, it's, okay, what's your basic income? What's your income before spending anything? Yeah, that's okay. a nightmare. You make you make, tw- make $20,000 a year? Okay. It's not much, but we're going to make sure you get 25,000 a year. Everyone reaches 25,000 a year. So, Johnny who makes 24,000, you only get an extra 1,000 a year. Sorry, buddy. Make it then just so that way it's if you make over 25,000, great, you get nothing. You get nothing. You lose and so you are going to lose out when like let's say you know right now uh sam your your wife isn't working right now Mm -hmm. because she just had the baby yeah so let's say that continues permanently okay the american tax system would have to pay her out twenty five thousand a year which in the long run isn't that terrible compared to paying everyone a thousand dollars it's The problem becomes, though, is why would I, in that case, really want to work? Yeah. Because you would have to have so many, like, safeguards in place, and we have so many people now that are, like, outraged with these checks that are going through. Like, you actually have to do work, apparently, in the state of Indiana now in order to get welfare or do volunteer work, and there's, like, public outrage, which... But here's the thing. Uh, and, you know, we're straying way off the topic. Yeah, I was about but, to say, we're going <laughs> down the political rabbit hole the here. Thing, if you were able to say, okay, no matter what, uh, my household will bring in 50000 we can pay all of our student loans, we can make sure everything's paid, everything will be okay, I can quit and do what I want in life. So if you want to go be an underwater basket weaver, you can go quit your job. And become an underwater basket weaver. You're not going to sit there and take more sick days, which, if, because you're at a job you love, you're going to do things that you want to do, and you're going to become a more enriched person as a result, which generally, more enriched people will not take advantage of the system. The only problem is that you have the people who are of lower morals, which... (laughs) Yeah, and they will sort themselves out faster than anything because they're going to say, oh, I get $25,000 and I don't have to do anything. Well, what are they going to do all day? They're going to, you know, sit around the house. They're Basically, they're going to die faster. 
They're going to go do stupid things. They're going to go buy a sports car that they can't afford, get into a crash, and not be a burden on the system anymore, actually. That was a little nihilistic. Well, time to change the subject. <laughs> time to take the blue pill and reset everything that we just talked about. So, but Actually, this does lead up into Lost in Space for our next video. Can I introduce that real fast? Go yeah. for it. Uh, the next video is the Lost in Space date announcement for Netflix. Here's yeah. a fun fact. In the, net, in the Lost in Space reboot with Gary Oldman and Matt LeBlanc, the world was... Uh, being destroyed because, like, the world was just being deprived of its resources because of a population boom and because of late-stage communism. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa, how did we segue so well? I'm, like, kind of a little concerned. I really thought that this is exciting because it's kind of the idea of like the Swiss Family Robinson, and that was like one of my favorite movies growing up. So, have you never not watched Lost in Space, the TV show, or the movie that came out in like I did two ninety seven, ninety eight? I you know you say it's kind of like the Swiss Family Robinson, but ironically, and this is probably entirely why it is, they are the Robinsons. Yeah, I know, which is why I thought it was funny. <laughs> But it's like, oh hey, people but are it's... like, oh the the uh, Matt LeBlanc one is terrible. And I'm like, I liked it. What are you saying? I liked it. <laughs> Gary Oldman is a national treasure. <laughs> Gary Oldman. Uh... He was um, Doctor Smith. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited for this because I wanted to see. Uh, maybe this is just me being me. I am super excited to see who they get to play Robbie the Robot. It is the. Original voice actor with a voice synthesizer. But I want to see what their design is. My bad. That would be a better question. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to see more of a Cylon from, like, the (laughs) reboot of Battlestar. Nice. That would be neat. Um, But otherwise, like, I want to see, like, I want to see who they cast better. Like, I want to see, like, Judy and Penny. I want to see who they've got playing these characters. This is going to sound crazy and a little bit heretical. I am excited that it is on Netflix because Netflix is able to take a few more risks and kind of bridge the gap between content like t- cable TV and like HBO. So they're able to fill that more mature, like where uh, Breaking Bad and Mad Men were, but a little bit more, if that makes sense. No, it absolutely does. Because, um, like, as, as, as horrible as Game of Thrones is, I do enjoy it because it's able to tell a... A dark story. A dark story, yeah. Without being like, and everyone is going to survive because Because it's cable TV. Clearly you've never watched The Magicians. (laughs) Um. That's a Netflix show. No, it's not. It's not? No, it's not. It's a sci-fi show. That also explains because I don't care to watch sci-fi channels anymore. (laughs) It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It is the first two seasons are on Netflix. I tried watching it. I don't care about the people. It's a shame. It's one of those shows I didn't expect to like. But I expect to like this Lost in Space. I seen this trailer and I was like, oh my gosh, it looks good. Oh yeah. It looks kind of almost... like The Martian, but like with more people than just, you know, <laughs> what's his I mean, name? I want Mass Effect meets, uh, I want to see Mass Effect Andromeda meets Lost in Space. Yeah. Except without the monster people, the unblinking eyes. Without the the intelligent 
robots granting. <laughs> they, they could easily, well, they could even include intelligent robots. That way the robot, Ro- Robbie, can actually gain a bit of sentience. It would be interesting because, like, there's, there is so much. It could be a better, well done Star Trek Discovery because it's, they're lost in space. They're not, they're not held by Earth. So, like, yeah. they could go to a planet maybe where there is sentient robots. Maybe where there is ooze people. It could be a star, a, a family, the family adventures of Robinsons on the planets. Yeah. So, it's it's really interesting that it's not just going to be, like, because if you think about it, Lost in Space and Star Trek have a lot in common. They're oh, yeah. both about family, but one is actual family one is a family that grew that you as a viewer grew to see as a family if that makes sense yes so i'm interested to see this and how the family dynamic because that is what is going to make or break this series if the family does not feel like they can tolerate each other we're gonna have a problem and i think that's where a lot of tv shows do come off the you know off the tracks when they have family that doesn't look like they actually care for each other, yet have conflict. Like, um, if you watch later seasons of, like, Family Guy, it's like, they don't even sound like they tolerate being in the same room. Whereas, yeah. like, if go back and watch King of the Hill, or even still Bob's Burgers, absolutely love Bob's Burgers. Because they have, the kids have conflict with each other, but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but we're family. That that is literally how family is. Or uh, Malcolm in the Middle. That, that's yeah. another good one. <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle is one of those I wish I'd watched more of it. But it was on Netflix. Um, anything else about it's... Lost in Space? No. Looking forward to it. When is the date announcement again? Look, we're uh, talking about the video, not the date. Um... <laughs> well... <laughs> Let me look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was it? I'm saying. I have, I have no earthly clue. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, April 13th. That's Sweet. not bad. Not that's bad. That's really. Like next month. That's not next month. Okay. And I do have some uh, names of the characters. Okay. Toby Stevens is, whatchamacallit, the Kid? John Robinson. No, John Robinson. He played in uh, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, and he played in Black Sails. Oh. If, he, any, if anybody watched that. Nope. Molly Parker is Maureen Robinson, and she was in Deadwood and House of Cards. Uh, I'm looking at it, and there's not a whole lot of names that I actually recognize. I really get excited when that happens, though, because it's kind of like the Hollywood effect. Once somebody does something really famous, like, they can't not be a character in your mind. Daisy Ridley. Or, like, when I went to watch uh, uh, Le Miserables, and I'm sitting here, it's like, oh, look, I'm watching the guy from Taken run away from Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That or or when you happen. or when you watch anything with Amelia Clark, and you're like, now what would the scene look like if she were blonde and, and had dragons? dragons? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, we lost Sam. Yeah, <laughs> no. 
Uh, anything else otherwise? No. Mm, no, I can't think of anything. Okay, let's go to and our... speaking of things that are being rebooted. Hey, oh, good transition. How are we doing this? <laughs> okay, hey. well, here's the thing. Last night when I built the podcast notes, I did have this one in mind because we could leave Lost in Space and go to another reboot. Cool. Oh my gosh, Doug is thinking ahead. <laughs> I only do it once in a while. Okay, then do you want to introduce it? Absolutely. Well, we already talked about it. If you could reboot any movie franchise, what movie would it be and who would be the main character? Do you want to go around just saying the movie and then then we can go back around and do the actors? Sure. Okay, why don't you start then? I would remake... Waterworld. Ooh. Ooh. Really I like good it. One. I like it. Sam? I would actually redo uh, Sky Captain World of Tomorrow. Not a bad choice. Black and white? Okay. I like it. Yep. I nice. would I would actually go Resident Evil. Hmm. And align <laughs> it like... more with the games. I mean, okay. Let me add that caveat. Align it with more of the games. I do like that we do have a broad spectrum of like genres yeah yeah uh because like mine is like an action you know action storytelling film well, it's, drama. it's action apocalypse if you think about it. like it was yeah. one of the earlier apocalypse films where it's like we don't have well, any drinkable water there um kevin costner did that then two years later was the postman huh I don't really remember a lot about The Postman. It's actually really funny because when you think about it, it's almost like Waterworld is Mad Max just on the ocean. It it actually is. Yeah. Could Can, can I choose to believe that they're in the same universe? <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, you certainly can. Like thousands of years in the future? No, no, no. Same time. Same time. On the, on oh. the land that they don't know where it's at. Because it, let, me get, let me drop some knowledge on you. In the current world, there are boats that are just missing. They don't know where they went because the ocean is that vast. There's one spot in the world that the closest humans to it would actually be the International Space Station. Huh. So... It huh. is theoretically possible for someone who lives on a giant barge who is relying upon winds to basically live and die without ever seeing land. See, the only huh. problem with that comes into the part where in Waterworld, the water levels have risen and have basically destroyed like New York because there's one scene where I think he's diving and he like sees the Statue of Liberty or something. Right. I can't remember what it was. And then with Mad Max, you have like in the second movie and if I'm not mistaking the third and fourth movies, like dried up like freighters or like shipping freighters that are there. Now there is a theoretical and scientific explanation is that if for some reason the earth ceased to turn, Hmm, could work. It could possibly work because it would basically jack up all sorts of tides and cause everything to re er, rearrange itself, but it would bring another series of issues. But hey, maybe we'll do a YouTube video on that one day. <laughs> I was doing some thinking about this. 
in my reboot, how I would bring in the Mad Max world, because we're going to time together. Why not? Why not? (laughs) (laughs) The world is indeed flooded. However, the Earth, why it flooded so rapidly, was in fact a meteor hit the Earth, threw it off its axis, pushed out uh, Australia closer towards the sun, and really put Australia up on a plateau. Because of how the uh, tectonic plates just like crushed and just like it pushed it up as well. So that way it is always hot there. And it did flash like unfreeze all the uh, polar ice caps. You might be getting a phone call from WB in order to. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. (laughs) (laughs) That's theoretical. It explains why it would throw off the atmosphere in Mad Max. And while you have those big dust storms filled with lightning, it would explain why you have an ocean that just goes endlessly, because it does. Because Australia is in its own sub-climate, because of how the winds are, it basically keeps everything there, and nothing will ever exit it. Because it's in its own bubble, pretty much. I like it. (laughs) I like it a lot. And then you could have, like, your low-lying places that are filled with water or alternatively it's not australia it's uh, antarctica that melted and there's a landmass underneath there there is i like that better antarctica (laughs) i like his land under antarctica (laughs) and when it free and it when it thawed uh, we're just gonna go with geothermal power and it just kind of ruined everything could work it could work because we're still gonna say we're gonna still say with meteor it just like pretty much hit one of the ice caps and just it spiraled everything out of control i like it um who would you have in it well so we can go ahead and do characters for the little girl yeah i would want millie bobby brown from stranger things which sam have you watched stranger things yet let's not talk about that (laughs) we'll talk about that and my library finds on next show (laughs) Uh, but, yeah, I would have Millie Bobby Brown because she can play... Is she a... getting too old, though, at this point? No, I would age up I would age up her character just a little bit. Uh, being as... You know, she's not a young, young kid, but we're just going to say she's still young. Okay, fair. Because we're going to cut out the older sister, so... Our main character, who I'm going to have being played by David Harbour, just because I love David Harbour, because it is, in fact, a tie dad. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have him be the role, filling the role of Kevin Costner, and I, we don't need a creepy, like, weird love story. It's not going to be a love story. It's going to be, he literally, at the beginning of it, is going to keep her for the information. He does not, like... He doesn't care for her. He like if she were to die, as long as he still had the information, he'd be he'd be cool. So it's Mad Max on water. <laughs> yes, it's... and then the main character, uh, Deacon, I believe, was the original character's name, Woody Harrelson. As Kevin Costner. No, as the bald guy who was the bad guy in Water. That's World. right, that guy. Uh... I can see Woody Harrelson with an eye, shaved head, eye patch. Being a mixture of Tallahassee from Zombieland. Ooh. And uh, his character in The Hunger Games. Hmm. Both of those characters are just Woody Harrelson. 
Um, <laughs> it's true. So, exactly. Uh, Woody Harrelson in an eye patch. I like it. I think that could work. I think this... Uh, of the ones that we discussed, I think this seems like it would be made the soonest. Yeah, I could see it. but uh, Because Waterworld's already kind of there, and everybody's thinking of, hey, name an awful movie, uh, Battlefield Earth and Waterworld. And it's very topical uh, of, like, climate change. Yeah. Yep. I could see people, like, really getting on board for it. Oh, yeah. Who would you have in your Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow? Uh, this one should be really obvious. I would actually have Nathan Fillion be Sky Captain, but I would pretty much leave everybody else the same. So you want Nathan Fillion not playing any character, you just want Nathan Fillion? Well, no, like, he would replace Jude Law as Sky Captain. The reason I, I would, being is that... I, I was, I, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, the reason being is that I just didn't like Jude Law in the in the, the position of the Sky Captain because from everything that I've read about that character, it, he was great in Enemy at the Gates, but Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow was not his best performance. Would you age up the actors and say it's a sequel reboot? Because yeah. hmm. Jude Law was pretty young when that came out. I would say that so you could you- do a, a reboot. The only thing that really disappoints me is that I was really, really a big fan of uh, the oh, what's his name? Um, David Bowie. The no, the guy that uh, was his mechanic friend who gets like off to the beginning of the movie. Oh, you Spoiler mean Dex? Like, yeah, Dex. I was really a big fan of the casting of him, but it's like I was really bummed that they killed him off in the first couple of minutes. Who was that cast? Um. I am drawing a blank. As we go to the Google Mobile. Oh, we go to IMDb. Two IMDb away. <laughs> uh, you know, I think, while you're looking that up, I think there should be a GMDB, like games database. The IG, IGDB. Because, like, there are many, so many times I'm like, who is this voice actor in this game? Well, I guess I'll never know unless I go to the vo- the end credits. Oh, uh, it was Giovanni, Giovanni Ribisi. Ribisi. Yeah. Ribisi. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you pronounce his name? But he was in Avatar, Saving Private Ryan, um, a couple other pretty good movies. What in the world? They're planning on releasing like four new Avatar movies? Anyway, yes. that's a different That's a different topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> um, would you still have Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie? Yes. Nice. I dig it. You should also put Julianne Moore in there somewhere. <laughs> all right there's a story okay you hit that uh, we're all hitting our 30s unfortunately yes <laughs> yeah yes. there is a weird point in your life where you're watching a movie that was like 20 years ago and you realize wow like i was watching evolution i'm like wow julianne moore is like really pretty like wow she is gorgeous and then you like look up when she was in like uh kingsman last year i'm like wow she's still gorgeous like she is aging really well so you look at google and you're like wow she is like at the end of her 50s and like this kind of like wow she's gorgeous is usually reserved for like it felt like up until this point like the actors who are like 20 to 25 and that's weird does that make sense a little bit. A little bit. Where you start to go, 
Eh. It, it's one of those like, like wow. It's, it's the same thing, same way with music on a level where it's like, I, I used to, I, I, you know, I used to listen to things like I don't know Taylor Swift, The Chainsmokers. Yeah. Yeah. And now I listen to it and I'm like, I'm gonna go listen to like Chicago. All of a sudden, you're like, ah, I don't care about this music anymore. I totally get that, though. Um, does that does that make sense to you, Sam? That moment when you're just like, that there was definitely a change in life. <laughs> there was that change where you woke up and it's like, hmm, for some reason, I'm like my parents now. <laughs> uh, pretty much. And you're, like, <laughs> and you're like, man, or, or, this is it. This is where it ends. Or when you realize, <laughs> you, I mean, you have that moment where you're just like, wow. Uh, you know, she's, like, g- gorgeous for, like, an older lady. You look up on Wikipedia, and she's, like, ten years older than you, and you're just like, oh, crap! <laughs> <laughs> yep. She's not a, she's not an older lady. I'm an older dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this close to a midlife crisis. <laughs> it's that day that Doug took up drinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> jokes on you i drank ever since <laughs> but yeah no so that that side story aside that, uh, i mean that was just one of those like moments of like i do not think my life will ever be the same after this moment after that moment of realization yeah um getting back on topic um for the resident evil movie i actually picked some actors that you guys hadn't heard of Oh, really? Yeah. Um, no. Well, one of them you had. The other couple, I don't think you will. Um, for the Resident Evil movie, which is more closer to the games, start off with Resident Evil 1. Good old-fashioned Resident Evil. Arclay Mountain Mansion. It's where every kid played and learned to avoid glass windows. Yeah, like literally yeah. every glass window in a hallway now like is a just... <laughs> Just a no. <laughs> it's just the uh huh. Yeah, that that tinted glass over there. I don't trust it at all. Why, why is Grandpa kneeling over by the fireplace? I guess I'll never find out. <laughs> um. Anyway, so for the main character, uh, or you could say arguably, it's Chris Redfield. I would actually choose Jensen Ackles of Supernatural okay. uh, uh, pedigree. Uh, I think they could do a really hmm. good action. Like, I've seen some stuff. I know how to lead. He's got that jawline that per- that just says, "I am a take charge, you know, person." But why not Casper Van Dien if you're talking about jawline? Because he's too busy doing the Starship Troopers reboot that we weren't going to talk about. <laughs> that we I all wish. secretly wish was going to happen. But... <laughs> right. Hey, hey, did you read my fanfic? You read my fanfiction? <laughs> I think... Hey, I, Doug's I, got Casper Van Dien to retweet him, so... I think at this point, I think we all were like, I would put Starship Troopers, but I'm pretty it's, sure Doug is going to put Starship Troopers. We came to agreement that we weren't going to go after low-hanging fruit in this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, so we're... Into- that's why none of us picked Firefly. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good Rest point. Rest in peace. Too soon. Um, I think the other for the other characters. So you've got Wesker, uh, uh, Albert Wesker, and then you've got Claire Redfield. Yep. I'm sorry, that is wrong. It's Jill Valentine. You were almost a Jill sandwich. That's right. Um, for Wesker, I actually said Mackenzie Aston. 
Have you guys heard of him? Is it? I cannot say Sean I have. Sean brother? It's no, it's not. It's, it would be a good guess though. He is actually from uh, the Magicians. He actually plays Reynard the Fox, which, huh? I was I was I was watching that. And I was like, he'd be a good Wesker. And then I looked it up. And I was like, that would that he looks he has the look of I am a businessman, a professional. He could carry it forward through into the other shows, where it's like, or into the other movies and games, where he starts to become more and more devious. I think that would be a really, really good choice. As far as uh, Jill Valentine, or Jill Valentine, yeah. All of a sudden, I'm getting it mixed up. I actually said Brittany Curran, which you also don't know who it is, do you? No clue, man. <laughs> um, I, it's actually another person from The Magicians. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> I've not watched The Magicians. Well, I've, 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 I've heard as much. I just don't know. I I haven't watched it, and I don't. I'm kind of with Doug. It's not something that sparks my interest. I can totally understand that. I I wholeheartedly uh, support that decision. Um, but did things like uh, Chicago Fire, if that may, if you've ever watched that, or uh, Criminal Minds, and a couple other things like The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, oh heck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Uh, but is another good actor that it lo- she looks like she could carry forward. Um, a lot of, with Resident Evil, it's the ability to carry forward because if, the, if it succeeds, there's like seven more games that it could be. And they have the ability to carry that power and that I'm a take-charge person. Because there are only two characters in the series that are just characters that tag along. You've got Ashley Graham from Resident Evil 4, and you've got, I believe it's Alyssa from Resident Evil 0, where you have to escort her. Hmm. Yeah. And it's sad that I knew that off the top of my head. Um, But I am actually a huge Resident Evil lore fan. Like, I'll read all the lore, even though I've played almost none of the games. But I I think that those characters have the ability, those actors have the ability to carry a presence because all of the characters have a military background have a uh, have the ability to command a room if that makes sense so they can't have a weak personality and everything that I've seen them in and two of them were from the magicians have the ability to have a presence I dig it so that's always my thought because you wouldn't pick like uh, uh, who's a good point? Natalie Portman for, I don't know. You wouldn't pick her as Diz in Starship Troopers, example. Although it would be interesting, but I don't no. think you would. No. no. So it's it's interesting, but I, do, but I did briefly think about it. <laughs> <laughs> On page four of my fanfic, you will find. <laughs> <laughs> Doug has already written out the entire script for his for his trilogy <laughs> remake of Starship Troopers. He's just waiting for um, the owners of is it Fox to get back to him. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for those. Uh, why do? Why does? I know you're joking, but at the same time, I'm also like, I could easily not be joking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Doug and I have a whole bunch of like ideas we have, man. Don't. <laughs> well, I mean, plus you got to remember, like. I have been submitting a lot more stuff for publishing. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, anyway, let's move forward to our weekly challenge. Unless you've got more to talk about for your main topic. I'm good. Okay. Weekly challenge, real fast. What game is so bad it's good? Doug? <laughs> Doug? <laughs> well, I'm not going to say Mass Effect Andromeda, because I, that is a bad game. Um, an especially glitchy one, and this is controversial. Just, a, just the title. But just the title. Mass, not Mass Effect. Uh, Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. Okay. We could argue. We could laughing. argue this all day, but all right. I, I'm just saying it by the glitch basis. There's a lot of glitches. It's a Bethesda game. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it's not super polished. And, it, like, I, there's just a lot of things I would have done. Okay, different. fair game. Sam? You guys probably haven't even heard of this one. Test. Shaq? Shaq Fu. I've heard of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've heard of it. <laughs> Can I change my answer? Can I change my answer? <laughs> Weirdly enough, my answer was Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu. Um, no, my actually, really? I like that. I like that idea. Didn't they remake that recently? Yes, okay. which is what makes it even better. Like it's called Shaq Fu: A Legend Reborn. Um, it's on Indiegogo. <laughs> nice. And apparently, it's coming to Nintendo Switch officially. I don't know how I feel about that. I just want NBA Jam. Um, my game on fire was Star Tropics. Ooh, I have never heard of that one. It's uh, it's it's bad, but it's good. Okay. I'm... Yeah, the storytelling wasn't the greatest. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to gaming news. Detective Pikachu is on the case in a new trailer, so go check that out. I still don't know how yeah. I feel about this. That's adorable. Um, is it um, sad that I really wish Pikachu was still like, going to be voiced by Danny to be? Hey, Pika! <laughs> I want every Pokemon to be voiced by Patrick Warburton. Pika, Pika. Anyway, moving forward, movie news. Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie in the works. I don't know how I feel about this at all. I read the title and I was like, I almost don't want to read the article so that doesn't really But you have to. But it's not the what you think it exactly. is. Exactly. It's not like the emoji movie. Oh god, no. It's uh, I I literally when I found out that it was on the emoji movies on Netflix, I came home, told my fiance I swear to everything that if I see the Emoji Movie has been watched on this next Netflix account, because I would not watch it, I will straight up leave you. <laughs> I will cancel Netflix subscription right now. No, just straight up leave, because that is some hot garbage. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know how I feel about this movie. It's about the maker of the Flamin' Hot Cheetos, which, if you know the story, is actually a really interesting story. I don't think anybody ever wondered. I wonder how we got Flamin' Hot Not Cheetos. No, it's a great... I don't... Because, basically... I don't want to know. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. I will save it for the... <laughs> okay. Uh, releasing this week is the Bridge Portal Bridge Constructor for Xbox One and Switch on February 28th. 
Hey, I believe it's already it out is. on PC. And the Sword Art Online game came out. Yes, it did. And actually, that is what is going to be playing right now over our podcast because I've already recorded an hour worth of footage. Nice. I thought it had while I was streaming last night. Sweet segue, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of disappointing, but at the same time, it's it's decent. Uh, you know, the more I play it, the more I'm like, it's not the greatest game. Eh, it's, that's kind of what I felt about the first one too, but you know, it's very grindy. Hey, remember, it's version one point one point one. Everybody knows that in all the Sword Art Online animes, that every time an update came out, it was a more epic thing. Don't have a feeling that that's what's going on here. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> As we all just kind of murmur. <laughs> well, I mean, I watched it and I was like, at first, it was like, wow, this could. I, I, I would really like to play this on my PlayStation. Then, like, watched it and watched it, and I'm like, wow, I could save my time and not play this. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, anything else before we wrap up? That should be it. I'm, I'm good, good as well. So, until next week, have a good one. All right. See you guys later. See you. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. Bye.